Hey, what's up, guys? Thank you for checking out this video today. We're going to be going over just the NFL news and notes. I think Wednesday night is going to be my new night to just kind of take maybe 15 to 20 minutes and just kind of break down some of the weekly NFL news, the offseason news. Of course, we have a Super Bowl going on this weekend, so I'll talk maybe the first handful of minutes about that. It's Wednesday, so we got our first initial practice report. Uh, so we'll dive into that in just a second. But I just want to shout out, we're trying to hit our subscriber goal of about 200 subscribers, hopefully by the end of the month, if not sooner. So if you are new to the channel, please uh, consider subscribing and we'll get right into the screen share here. So I've been kind of doing like start sit charts for the entire NFL season. And I think for this one, I'm going to stay away from the start sit charts. We're just going to review the practice reports and I'll talk a little bit about the game. Uh, it looks like Le'Veon Bell questionable. He was limited today. Eric Fisher, offensive tackle and Willie Gay, linebacker. These guys have already been ruled out. So it's unfortunate they're not going to be able to play in the Super Bowl. And then you got Sammy Watkins down here limited. He's questionable with a calf injury. He, we haven't seen him in a while. So if he's ready to play, that would be a nice addition for the receiving core. But uh, we'll still see a lot of Tyree Kill, Nicole Hardman, probably Demarcus Robinson as well. So overall, this is relatively healthy for the Kansas City Chiefs. We'll look at the Tampa Bay Buccaneers real quick as well. And you got Antonio Brown limited. You have Levante David limited. I have a feeling both guys are going to play. We'll look at some news and notes from Antonio Brown. It sounds like he's leaning towards playing, so we should see him go. And then Jason Pierre-Paul questionable. He's been kind of questionable for like the last month or so with this knee thing. So I think they're probably just giving him the day off here. We'll see what happens tomorrow and, and Friday. Uh, but overall, nothing too concerning here. Both teams look pretty healthy. This should be a really fun game. I did want to kind of pull up the, um, let's just go to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers schedule and just look at what happened. I just want to slowly review what happened. I can't remember what week these two teams played, but Kansas City did go down to Tampa Bay, and uh, that was the massive Tyreek Hill game. If you guys remember, he ended up with like over 200 yards and maybe three touchdowns. Uh, it was 27-24 to 24 final score. And Kansas City had this one. I mean, they were up 20 to 7 at halftime. Mahomes blows up for 462 yards and three touchdowns. Kelsey even threw a pass. That's kind of fun. Uh, but Tom Brady, 27 of 41, 345 and three touchdowns, two interceptions. So this one's going to be a fireworks show. I have, I have a lot of feeling that I'm going to like both passing overs. I think on Saturday, Jesse and I, uh, who if you, if you guys watch our player prop show on Saturday, we'll go live probably either 10 a.m. or 11 a.m. Central Time. We'll go live and we'll kind of just do a half hour, 45 minutes of player prop reviews. Uh, but this game, it looks like Clyde Edwards-Alaire was kind of bottled up here. Ronald Jones, 9 for 66. That's pretty nice. Uh, Ronald Jones also had a really sweet touchdown grab back in this game. Um, so nothing really was working on the running game. It, like Ronald Jones did pop off a 34-yard run. Uh, but the receiving, it was all about Tyreek Hill, 269 yards, three touchdowns, 13 catches on 15 targets. Kelsey, super efficient, he caught eight of his targets for 82 yards. And a little Watkins and Marcus and, and Hardman, kind of just secondary roles here. But it was all about Tyreek Hill in this game. Tampa Bay had no answer for him. So we'll be seeing if they kind of check that box this time around. And then you've got Tampa Bay here. Rob Gronkowski was the leading receiver, 6 for 106. Godwin had a really good game, 8 for 97. And then Mike Evans, 3 for 15, two touchdowns. So everybody ate technically for the Tampa Bay side. It's just I think it's going to come back to these turnovers. If Tom Brady doesn't throw the ball to the other team, Tampa Bay's got a really good chance. And I think it's going to be the same thing. If Mahomes turns the ball over, that's going to give Tampa Bay just another opportunity. So for me, this one's going to be all about the turnover battle. I expect both offenses to kind of sling it around and move the ball. I don't really know if there's going to be a lot of running emphasis for Kansas City. I think their best thing is they want Mahomes to throw the ball almost 50 times again. 
I think that's their best recipe to win. For Tampa Bay, they want to actually run the ball. They want to get Fournette and Ronald Jones going. So I kind of like the running the running back options in this one. So super excited. I think on Saturday, again, we'll go over our player props bets. But uh, looking forward to the Super Bowl this year. Should be a really good show. Uh, and then I guess the rest of the show, we're just going to kind of do some news and notes. I did want to kind of highlight some things. I do have my, my preliminary NFL draft rankings up here. I did cover that in a video maybe a week ago. Uh, where I just posted kind of my top 14 quarterbacks. I posted my top uh, about 25 running backs here. We got another handful, almost 30, 33 wide receivers, and we got 13 tight ends. So I've kind of, I've watched at least a highlight on all of these guys here. So I have a pretty good uh, grasp of the overall class for each, uh, for each position. Uh, but if, if you're looking at this, I'm just going to recommend maybe for quarterbacks, you just kind of focus on the top six guys and up here from Lawrence down to Kyle Trask. I think those guys are going to be the ones that we're interested for our dynasty drafts. And then as far as running backs go, I think there's kind of like a top 10 or 12 that this is kind of where it starts to fall off. I think Patterson, Hawkins, and maybe even Boyd, these guys are kind of, you know, just end of the bench guys. But uh, man, there's some good meat here. You know, Chubba, Jamar, Michael Carter, Kenneth Gainwell, Javante, like all those guys, maybe seven and eight and up. These guys will have fantasy value. So there's a good uh, depth in the running back class. And of course, the receivers are just ridiculously stacked. Again, I think you should probably know the top, maybe top 14, 15 receivers. I think there's going to be a lot of useful players here. And then basically anybody in the top 10, like you need to know the first top 10 receivers. I think all these guys have really useful assets and skills for the NFL. And then as far as tight ends, man, just no Kyle Pitts. No Pat Freermuth, and then there's maybe just a couple tight ends here, whether it's Brevin Jordan, Hunter Long, or Tommy Tremble, the sophomore out of Notre Dame. Uh, maybe even some of these guys here. Trey McKitty had a good senior bowl, uh, but there's a handful of tight ends. It's, it's, a, it's a pretty good uh, pretty good class coming up in the 2021 20, draft, so we'll look into that as the offseason goes. But again, I think just Wednesday nights, I'm going to keep, um, I'm just going to stay steady, and we're going to put out a 15 to 20 minute video just kind of going over the news and notes. So now I kind of bounced over to Roto World, and uh, we haven't really talked much about some of the off-season moves, but man, the Matt Stafford move, we'll get to that when we get to it. Uh, but I'll just kind of start reading down the news here. So that's the Antonio Brown quote. He's probably going to play. I think he should be okay to go. Of course, we got the Deshaun Watson. Will he be a Houston Texan? Uh, this is going to be kind of fun to watch. I just, he's got a, he's got a nice contract, about 40 million per year. I think someone's going to be willing to take that on. But it just seems like Houston does not want to move on from Deshaun Watson. It's going to be kind of a, a tough uh, divorce, if you will. But uh, I'm open to Deshaun Watson being moved. Some of the favorites, of course, are San Francisco. That's been probably the most talked about one. I could see the New York Jets. I could see maybe the Miami Dolphins. Those have been some of the other names here uh, to keep an eye on. So we'll, we'll, we'll say uh, watching the Deshaun Watson sweepstakes here. Uh, I'm just kind of rolling down the list here. Colts signed J.J. Nelson. I did see a quote yesterday that the Colts want to – uh, they want to target Chris Godwin pretty heavily. I think maybe next week after the Super Bowl, I'm going to pull up the free agent list and we'll kind of just walk our way down and see who's potentially leaving their team or, or more likely to resign. Uh, a guy here in the free agent list is Richard, Richard Sherman. And it sounds like John Gruden has an interest in snagging the talented uh, veteran cornerback here. So that could be kind of fun. The, the Raiders defense needs a lot of help and Sherman uh, would be a, a nice fit there for Oakland or for Las Vegas, my bad. Uh, looks like uh, some coaches here. Juju Smith-Schuster, of course, he says he would love to come back to the Steelers, but Steelers don't really pay their receivers money. I think just in the past, they've been kind of burned by this. They paid Antonio Brown. They paid Mike Wallace. 
Uh, I think these things just don't really pan out for them. So I'm, I'm interested to see if Juju does get a contract. If not, I think he's going to be one of the, the highest paid receivers in this, this wide receiver free agency class. So we're going to monitor Juju. The Steelers have just in themselves, they have a ton of interesting free agents, whether it's James Conner, Juju, trying to think of a couple other ones of course they got claypool and deontay locked in uh but definitely juju james connor there might be some defensive guys there too that are going to have to be uh tabs kept on uh james winston could be brought back here of course we know drew Brees is is gone here so is it going to be the Taysom hill is there going to be a quarterback battle with with winston versus Taysom hill saints are definitely a team to keep an eye on in the draft too maybe they they take a, a quarterback that falls to them uh, but it looks like it looks like Winston. It says Winston is the favorite to be the Saints' 2021 starter. So for fantasy drafts, maybe Jameis Winston. Maybe like I don't know if you're if you're if you're in a dynasty league or redraft. But Jameis Winston, man, if he's a starter, that's going to be pretty fun. And he should be uh, he should be just fine with Michael Thomas and Kamara dumping the ball off there. Uh, looks like uh, this one's kind of interesting just because I'm a Packer fan. Uh, it's a shame for the Super Bowl this weekend, but anyways, the Packers interviewed uh, the Saints defensive line coach Ryan Nielsen. This is a, a pretty good uh, look for me. I kind of like this. They've also been kind of linked to uh, some other defensive line coaches, but I like Ryan Nielsen. He's been uh, the leader of a really good, really good Saints defensive front pass rush the last few years. So I like that opportunity there. Uh, we got the ESPN Adam Schefter thinking Sam Darnold could be worth a late first round pick if traded. So we're starting to see just some of the buzz between the New York Jets wanting to move Darnold. We, we know, of course, Deshaun Watson wants to be moved. Uh, maybe that's maybe that's the marriage there. They send Darnold down to Houston and uh, Watson. Man, that would be kind of fun for the New York Jets. They have a couple good first. They have a, maybe two first round picks, I think. And uh, they have some talented young wide receivers. Uh, they still need a running back, so we'll see what they do in free agency. But the Jets have a lot of money to play with. The they they could you know be a really quick rebuild uh, if they land some pieces like Watson and, and a running back or so. So we'll keep an eye on Sam Darnold here. Uh, it looks like uh, Derek Carr. Uh, multiple teams are expected to pursue a trade for Derek Carr. So I don't know if you guys saw, but Adam Schefter tweeted out like the, the over under for quarterbacks in new like new starting quarterbacks this year. It's going to be almost 18. Almost half the league plus is going to have a different starting quarterback this year. And uh, it's it, this is going to be probably the most wild free agency uh, in early March. We'll see a lot of fun pieces moved in the draft as well, I would bet. So quarterbacks are going to be on the move. That's going to be the hot topic of 2021. I think people are really thinking about some of the, the success that Tom Brady just had, basically calling his shots and just being, you know, moving down to Tampa Bay and people just buying in. I think you might see a lot more uh, NFL management GMs start to just look for, you know, potential shaking things up and, and maybe just moving their pieces around and try to get some more uh, either veteran quarterbacks or maybe you, you get more draft picks kind of thing. So Derek Carr, we know the Raiders haven't really been married to Derek Carr. It's been kind of a weird situation. They brought Mariota in last year. There was rumor that they really wanted Kyler Murray two years ago. Uh, and who knows, maybe Mariota is is the guy there. He looked good. He looked really good in that one game where he uh, where, where Carr got hurt and he slid back in. So we'll see what happens about Derek Carr. Here's a good note, though. Matt Ryan and Julio Jones are not going anywhere. That's that's pretty good. I always thought Matt Ryan would would do really well back with Kyle Shanahan in San Francisco, but apparently Matt Ryan, Julio Jones are sticking around here. Uh, looks like the Chiefs GM is non-committal about re-signing impending free agent Sammy Watkins. Watkins is he's kind of been a bust throughout his career for being such a high first-round draft pick that he's been. So he's gonna probably he's probably gonna be looked at pretty hard in the free agency market if, if Kansas City lets him slide there. 
so we'll be definitely watching that. Looks like LaShawn McCoy is going to consider retirement following the Super Bowl. That pretty good way to ride out, man. Get to Super Bowl and get out of there. Uh, let's keep moving it down the list. So Ben Roethlisberger said he doesn't care about how much the Steelers pay him in 2021. So I guess this is kind of good news because it seems like uh, I think I was probably thinking the narrative would be is, is Roethlisberger still going to retire? Is he going to play? But now he's he's already thinking about how much the Steelers are going to pay him. So it seems like he's likely to come back next season, which would be good for that young receiving core. And of course, really good defense still intact. Pittsburgh can make another run here. Uh, if they get the, the band back together, if you will. Uh, let's see here. It's just a weird note on Travis Fulgham here. Uh, Doug Peterson was concerned about Fulgham's work habits during the 2020 season. So that, if you remember, Fulgham was like one of the hottest waiver wire ads for like the like three or four weeks. He was just a monster. He I think he lit up the Ravens defense at 1.2, um, but he, he quickly got phased out. So it looks like uh, he got into the doghouse and he never got out. So that's kind of interesting. I'm not sure if he's a free agent this year or not with them. Um, so Le'Veon Bell said he signed with the Chiefs in October because he wouldn't get a significant workload. Um, he, he seriously considered signing with Miami, but wanted to go somewhere where I can still have my body and still help the team win. So that's that's a pretty good move. He wanted to win a Super Bowl, of course, but uh, go to a place where he could stay fresh. Of course, he's an older older running back, so keeping the body fresh and not being a 20-25 touchback is probably a, a smart decision there. So I like that. Of course, there's the Watkins is open to re-signing with the Chiefs. Nah, no shit. <laughs> um, we'll see what happens here. Interesting. There's going to be 25,000 people at the Super Bowl. So that's pretty cool. Congrats if you uh, got a ticket for that. That should be kind of fun. Just wear your mask and stay safe, mothers. Uh, but let's just keep moving down, down the list here. Oh, it looks like Demarcus Robinson's on the reserve COVID list. This happened, uh, looks like, on Monday. Um, so he's got time to make it. He's going to have to be cleared, I think on Saturday, maybe. And Watkins is dealing with a calf injury. So maybe Nicole Hardman, uh, gets to start two wide receiver sets. Whew, Nicole Hardman might have a Super Bowl game here. Um, so this one's big, the Aaron Jones, uh, contract situation, GM Brian Gutenkust is saying the team would love to, to re-sign impending free agent Aaron Jones. Let me just kind of read some of the quotes here. We would love to have Aaron back. I think he's such an important part of our offense this year. He's a dynamic player. He's absolutely everything we want in a professional football player. So we'd certainly like to bring him back. Um, some of the other notes from this is, uh, Jones and his agent, uh, reportedly began discussions back in September, but nothing really developed out of that. Um, but man, they got AJ Dillon, you know, second round draft pick. They got Jamal Williams, uh, also an impending free agent. So Green Bay's backfield, man, all of a sudden it's kind of up in the air. I, I personally, I, as a Packer fan, I want to see Aaron Jones back. I want to see Jamal Williams back. And I also want to see more AJ Dillon. So they're kind of like, I, I would argue that that's the best running backfield in the league. Those three backs, uh, they, they could all be feature backs, I think. And I just think as long as Green Bay gets Jones or Jamal Williams, I think either way you're going to see a little bit more A.J. Dillon this year. Who uh, it, it, He had his moments. He shined late down the stretch. So I definitely uh, want to keep an eye on the Packers running back situation. Uh, Tom Brady definitely wants to play beyond age 45. That's kind of fun. We'll see if he can keep it going here at that pace. Um Tua Tagovailoa said his rookie season was below average. I think I think we can all uh, understand where this is coming from. I know he didn't have a lot of expectations. He was also kind of slowly coming back from that uh, season-ending injury at, at, at Alabama. And to be honest, like the Miami Dolphins' offense was pretty banged up. I know they had some good running backs in Miles Gaskin, 
Uh, also, Salvin Ahmed had a pretty good run for a little bit there, but Devontae Parker also dinged up. Preston Williams got, you know, he lost early for the season, and Mike Jasicki even had some some shoulder stuff towards the end of the year. So I really want, if I'm Miami, I, I really want to load up on my my pass weapons, and the defense is the defense is pretty much set. I, I like what they got there. They could probably add maybe a piece or two in the free agent room, uh, but definitely watching to see. Uh, if Miami wants to go with Gaskin and Salvin Ahmed, if that duo is fine, if they maybe just bring in a veteran back to help out with maybe the tough goal line situations, but definitely think Miami sitting at number three, Jamar Chase. Whew, like get, let's get to another banger at receiver and uh, we'll go from there. Um, so Aaron Rodgers would be the team's uh, Matt, Packers coach. Matt LaFleur said Aaron Rodgers would be with the team a long time. Um, so th- this is all a smoke and mirrors thing. I just think, uh, Aaron, Aaron's kind of slightly stirring the pot with, with, by just talking about, I don't know the future for, for things, but, uh, I think that's just a, that's just a true statement, um, that any, anyone can really say, like, you don't know if a team's going to, you know, like Jared Goff, like, you know, he got moved pretty quickly after a big contract. I think so many futures in the NFL are up in the air and not, maybe not even like year to year at this point, like things could be month to month. Um, but with Aaron Rodgers, the Jordan Love pick, I think Rodgers is just kind of talking about, you know, this was a really good Packers team here. And in, in, is Aaron Jones coming back? Is Jamal Williams? You know, he got defensive players. Rodgers was just kind of um, probably just letting out some steam about, uh, you know, being 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 upset that this team couldn't cash in. They had a really good team this year. And he doesn't know who's sticking around, what's going on. But for sure, I, I don't see Rodgers moving on from Green Bay, at least this year. And we'll see what happens uh, in the future years. But 2021, I'm going to bet on Rodgers being a Green Bay Packer here. Um, looks like Michael Thomas, his midseason weirdness benching. The Saints officials were happy. So that's uh, that just a weird Michael Thomas here, guys. Um, so this one's this is one here of all the notes that uh, I, cause I looked at these before, uh, before I went uh, on the video here. But for second-year tight end breakouts, Adam Troutman here. And here's the report from the Athletics, Jeff Duncan. Big sophomore campaign coming 2021. Now, I noticed at some point, maybe, you know, week 9, week 10, 11, they started putting Troutman on the field more than Jared Cook. He was out snapping the veteran tight end. Uh, it says uh, Troutman caught 15 of his 16 targets, nine of them for first downs this year. Two of those receptions were big gainers of 29 and 40 yards. Uh, you don't expect anything out of a rookie tight end. I think that's something that uh, is pretty historically, you know, backed by facts. I, there's not a lot of tight ends that can smash their rookie year. Maybe Rob Gronkowski, uh, Aaron Hernandez might be some of the only guys that stick out. Uh, but anyways, Adam Troutman with the Saints, uh, Jameis Winston, especially if he's the quarterback, he's had a lot of success throwing the tight ends. That's one of his favorite, uh, you know, positions to throw the ball to. So Adam Troutman. We're going to file him away. He's a fantastic dynasty stash as well. He shouldn't be available. He should have been drafted last year. But if he's available, go. Uh, it's a run, don't walk situation there. Um, so, okay, we're going to get to this. This is kind of what I wanted to end the video with. Jared Goff, Matt Stafford. The colossal deal to get Matt Stafford over to L.A. Jared Goff now in Detroit. Detroit's clearly in rebuild here, uh, but it seems like Coach Dan Campbell and GM Brad Holmes view Jared Goff as more than a bridge quarterback. So it seems like there's going to be a long leash with Jared Goff. I'm not sure how many more years he has left on his deal, uh, but I would assume the expectations are low in Detroit. They just want to see him playing the. They just want to see him playing well and helping develop some of the younger players. 
So he, he technically is a bridge quarterback. I don't know if he's going to be there. You know, he's, he's probably not going to finish his career in, in Detroit. But uh, if he wants to, then, 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 then he has, you know, the ability to to stick around and win some games. So I'm open to Detroit turning some things around. They just they have a big rebuild ahead of them. The defense, the offensive line, uh, the, the receiver weapons. We'll see if they resign Kenny Galladay. I think Marvin Jones is probably gone. So Jared Goff's going over to Detroit, and he's pretty much he has DeAndre Swift and TJ Hawkinson to play ball with. So I think they're going to be probably drafting him some receivers. We'll see what they can build around him. But I'm I'm actually kind of excited about Jared Goff just because we know Detroit's defense is going to be so bad. They're going to have to throw the ball. And uh, this might actually be a good thing for Jared Goff's career just to kind of get out of L.A., and basically just go on a team that has no expectations and just kind of let him play. Now he's in a, he's in a good defensive uh, division here with, with uh, the bears, uh, the Packers, and I think the Vikings will be much better this year. So we'll see what happens there, but he's, he was also in the NFC West. So he's faced his share of, of defenses. So I don't see this as a, as a, a negative for Detroit. I think their team was still going to be rough around the edges for the most part. And uh, they got the first round picks like this. I'm very happy with Detroit. Uh, for this move here, so they got first round picks, and then they get Jared Goff, who I, I don't I don't think he's that much of a of a step back from Matt Stafford. Stafford's a baller, uh, but he's also kind of reckless at times. So what are the Rams getting with Matt Stafford? So I I like this fit for the the Los Angeles Rams. Of course, he does have Robert Woods. He's got Cooper Cup. They also have second year receiver Van Jefferson. You got Josh Reynolds. Uh, Tyler Higby is going to be uh, a slightly interesting player this offseason. We'll see if he can get a good report with Matt Stafford. I'm going to be interested to watch to see if the Rams let Gerald Everett go. They, they've been pretty successful at running two tight end sets, uh, but the Rams have a couple uh, couple backup tight ends that they like uh, quite a bit here. I'm trying to think of the name, but uh, I think it was the kid from Purdue. Um, so we'll be checking out the Rams tight ends, but Stafford, man, like Stafford's going to have a much better situation. Uh, and, and actually it might be a better football situation, like a real life football situation. And it might actually hurt him for fantasy, for fantasy football, just because the, the defense is going to be better. They're not going to have to throw the ball 30, 35 times a game. So Stafford might be, he might be kind of like a secret game manager kind of situation, uh, but he can also go win the game if he needs to. So I, I think, as far as trades, this was one of the most awesome quarterback trades I've ever seen because I think both teams win uh, quite a bit. Stafford's going to a team that's ready to win now, a little bit more of a, of a trust factor there with, with Stafford over Goff. And Goff's got kind of nothing to lose in Detroit, so maybe we'll see him kind of you know peek back up and, and play some good ball. Uh, but that's going to do it for tonight's uh, news and notes. Uh, thank you so much for watching to the end. If you did stick around to the end, I hope you liked the video. Uh, subscribe to the YouTube channel. We'll be doing this every Wednesday. And uh, I don't know, Super Bowl weekend. Enjoy the commercials and just enjoy the good football, man. I think we're going to see. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm betting. I'm, I would probably bet over 700 passing yards in this Super Bowl. So I think it's going to be really fun. A lot of wild, probably turning moments. And uh, it's all going to come back to turnovers. Can Tom Brady play turnover free ball? That's what the, I think. I think that's what it's going to take. And can they run the ball? So uh, super excited. But again, thank you guys so much for hanging out. And if you're still listening, let me know in the comments below who's winning the Super Bowl. Is it uh, you can you can put uh, your team, put the score. You know, Tampa Bay thirty. Kansas City 27, something like that. Just put the team, the score. Let me know who you guys think is the winner. And uh, thank you guys. Peace.